Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5000. And today we're going to be talking about how to hack your vibration and increase your frequency exponentially to manifest instantly. Basically, permission slips, okay? Got a whole list of permission slips, things that you can do to raise your vibration, make you feel good, increase your frequency, and, you know, help your reality become more malleable. Because I promise you, it's harder to manifest when you're in low vibe. It just is. When you're not feeling good, when you're in pain, emotional pain, physical pain, it's very hard to manifest. And let me tell you, so it's like, I even see it like as I'm a a business owner, self-employed, y'all, I'm a full-time artist, okay? When I'm in pain and when I'm having like a flare-up of some sort, a pain flare-up, because a long time ago, I tested positive for ANA, so autoimmune, fibromyalgia, sometimes I have these flare-ups. They're trying to say it's bipolar 2 depression. I don't know. It could be both, whatever. All I know is I have these episodes where I'm really, really tired and in full body pain. Okay. So when I'm having like whatever flare up, you know, when I'm fatigue, all that, I notice that I don't get booked like for voiceovers or it's very hard to write a song. Like the, the music just doesn't come to me. It's very hard. And so I'm just like, oh my God. But when I'm in high vibe, when I'm in not in pain, when I'm feeling good, I just get booked out of the blue. Like sometimes I don't even have to audition. People will call me like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Or my agent will just be like, hey, can you do this? Like the client booked you. And I can do, make massive amounts <laughs> of money like in within a day, two days, a week, like just constant booking, boom. And then if I'm in low vibe, if I'm in pain, dry. So because of that, because I noticed that, I put some things into place that would help me trigger a state of high vibe, a high vibe straight. Like even because, you know, you can meditate, you can be high vibe. Every day you're not going to be a high vibe person regardless, because there are other factors, emotional factors, physical factors that would cause pain in your body. And it's just not going to happen for you every day, all the time. So I created a list of permission slips, things that help me because I'm sitting here, I'm self-employed. I, I got to hack this thing. I realize, like, boom, I, I realize toxic people really lower your vibration. Like that's a no-go for me. But there are other things like actual literal things you can do. And number one, my TENS unit. So yes, I wear a TENS unit. So I'm wearing my TENS unit now. I find that if I don't wear this kind of like 24 seven, I'm gonna be in pain for right now. I have a surgery scheduled as soon as I have my surgery. Hopefully I will not be in pain anymore. But for now, I have to wear this TENS unit. Otherwise, no, it's gonna be a no for me. I'm not gonna be able to do anything actually at this point. So what a TENS unit is, is in a transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation device. It is a non-pharmacological intervention that activates a complex neuronal network to reduce pain by activating descending inhibitory systems in the central nervous system to reduce hyperglasia. Yeah. Basically, it stimulates endorphins in the body and it makes it tricks your body into not being able to feel the pain because you have endorphins. And actually, you can get endorphins from like eating chocolate, having sex, you know, working out, you know, laughing, listening to music, getting acupuncture, which there's an acupuncture setting on the TENS device. And that's the one I'm using right now. And it's basically on my back. I'm using my back right now because I usually have three connected 
three devices because it's, my pain is really bad. So I usually need three, but right now I just have, because I got all tangled in wires and I was like, oh my God. So I just put one on for now and it's four probes on my back, four electrodes, electrodes. Yeah. Anyway, they are hitting my back like little acupuncture needles it's really it feels really good and i don't i'm not i don't feel the pain i'm distracted and actually that area is kind of numb because the tens unit is on so it, it kind of numbs your body but anyway yes people swear by this tens unit so what the tens unit does actually okay so it, by it stimulating endorphins that is increasing your your vibration that's gonna raise your frequency so i have a friend you know he was saying that he was experiencing some anxiety and i was like why don't you just get a tens unit and see how that works see if that'll uh, release some endorphins calm you down because what i noticed with when i started using the tens all the time is that my anxiety went away i stopped thinking and worrying like oh my god what about this what about this like I was kind of worrying all day long about stuff and it would make me procrastinate. Like, what if I can't do it right? Like, what if it doesn't sound right? Like, like, like updating my website. I was like, oh my God, I have to update my website. What if, what if it doesn't sound right? And then what if it doesn't it? And it's like, no, just do it, girl. Just do it. We ain't got all day. And so, boom, I noticed. I was like, oh my God, there's no thoughts in my head saying, what if this? And what if it doesn't sound But what if it doesn't sound None of that. I just was doing. <laughs> I just, I just was like, I don't know. I didn't hear, yeah, I didn't have anxiety. So TENS unit, definitely raise your vibration. Oop, my TENS unit just went off. Let me, <laughs> let me turn it back out. Okay, I got it set for 60, 60 minutes. But, um, all right, number two is Blue Lotus. I got to have my Blue Lotus tincture, y'all. For real, for real, for real. Blue Lotus Tincture is a game changer. It's a complete and total game changer. It it opens your third eye. First of all, it opens your third eye. And when you, you take it, you put it under your tongue, let it sit for 60 seconds, and then you can feel pressure in your third eye. Like you can feel your crown chakra opening and your third eye opening up. Anja, Anja chakra. It's amazing. Oh yeah, I meant to tell you, you can get the TENS unit on Amazon for like... 20 to 30 dollars like i said i have three units so i have a 30 dollar one i have a and two 20 24 dollar ones and they i have the pads i got extra pads you know for the electrodes everything so very inexpensive i mean to raise your frequency to stimulate endorphins yo that what i mean is a no no brainer especially because toxic people steal your endorphins and they put you in the negative so if you're around a lot of toxic people you definitely need to just put the tens on Okay. Or if you have fibromyalgia, if you got bipolar, two depression, it, it would be a total game changer. It will knock you right out of depression. I wish that I, I had I had my TENS unit a long time ago, but I just didn't use it for some reason. I did use it. I was doing the vagal nerve thing and no, just do it. Put the pads on your back and on your pelvic area and like even on your acupuncture pressure points and it will stimulate a lot of endorphins in your body okay back to blue lotus number two is blue lotus let me tell y'all this is my these are my best kept secrets you guys thank me later okay <laughs> so look blue lotus is an ancient egyptian flower nymphala carulia not sure if i'm saying that you know correctly but it doesn't matter and it's the flower of intuitive ascension. And it has psychoactive effects. So yes, it's known as the ancient Egyptian dream flower. And apparently the ancient Egyptians used it for thousands of years. It, uh, the scent is amazing. I have some of the oil. 
So good. So good. Smells so good. But it's one of the most wonderful flowers that we actually have access to. It's a lotus. And it's a, a small, round, blue, flowering lotus flower that opens up under the moon and not under the sun like most lotuses. Most lotus flowers open up under the sunlight. This one opens up on the moon. And there's a substance on the moon called soma. For those of you starseeds out there, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Y'all already know, you know, there's civilizations on the moon and we got, you know, some of y'all Syrian, Sirius B starseeds probably already know about this. So yes, the ancient Egyptians, this is it. If so, if you feel like you're a reincarnated ancient Egyptian like me, then you already know this thing feels like home. Like when I figured it out and I got me some blue lotus, that thing opened my brain all the way up. Okay. It activates your D1, D2, and D3 receptors in your brain, okay? So yeah, it's a dopamine receptor blocker. And the alkaloids are called aporphine and nuciferine, nuciferine, nuciferine and aporphine. And yes, they act, those are the alkaloids that are present inside the blue lotus. They act as dopamine receptor blockers, while the aporphine functions as a dopamine antagonist that activates dopamine receptors. So this all, all this will create a happy, uplifting, euphoric feeling. It's not drugs, it's legal. It treats inflammation, related depression, which is bipolar and which is fibromyalgia. Okay. It treats inflammation y'all in the brain. So hello. So back in, you know, back in Egypt, my ancestors, y'all I'm Egyptian, by the way. I don't know if you, I got a DNA test. It said I was Egyptian. I'm just saying. <laughs> it said I was Egyptian. Y'all, I can't make this up. And not to say, I mean, this is just to, to kind of validate my interest in the blue lotus is probably genetic you know but anyway the point is yes part it was a party drug of ancient egypt okay it's like ecstasy but it's legal and it's a flower and it's not as strong and it actually is beneficial to the brain it heals the brain okay it's not like crack it's not damaging it heals the brain it is a flower so it's an herb and the sacred temple gatherings of elite society in ancient Egypt, they created uh, blue lotus wine, actually. And you can make it too. All you got to do is soak the blue lotus flowers in some wine for six weeks. Also, it has aphrodisiac qualities. Some some sites on the internet said that they were using it for religious orgies. I, don't, I didn't know they were doing religious orgies, but maybe sex used to be fun and religious maybe sex was a religious thing i mean now they like don't do it even though sex raises your vibration you know it actually increases dopamine and all these, these chemicals to help your endorphins and help you feel good but i could see how people could use sex to control you because they make you feel good and then take it away from you and then you know bring it back to you and then they can control you so you kind of have to be careful with the sex thing but the blue lotus you could just buy that and they cannot take it away from you okay so, yes, they also talk about the, the Blue Lotus in the Egyptian Book of the Dead. And also King Tut had like, he was buried in like a bunch of Blue Lotus flowers in the in like the coffin, the, the mummy thing. Dude had Blue Lotus flowers. See, if I die, y'all, I'm going to have my, my hands crossed and I, I need Blue Lotus flowers just all over my body. Please believe. And I need to be in a gold casket. All right. Oh, yeah, it's also mentioned in Homer's Odyssey. But yeah, y'all should really d check out the Blue Lotus wine. I don't take, I don't drink wine, okay? I really don't. I used to be party, whatever, party girl, whatever. But look, shit got real, okay? I don't do nothing. I take my Blue Lotus tincture under my tongue. Okay, I do 10 drops because that's what works for me. It used to be five, but now I need 10. And I do that 
when I, as needed, not all the time, as needed. Okay, and it raises my vibration. Usually before meditation, I do this. I really don't even waste it. I don't even be wasting my blue lotus. I do it before I meditate. Um, And also when I'm meditating, I'm on my acupuncture mat with my TENS unit on. Usually I do the vagus nerve stimulation thing in my ear. I do the ear one with the TENS. I'm laying on the acupuncture mat, taking my blue lotus, and I'm doing my meditation for an hour, okay? It's usually a guided meditation, period, okay? With binaural beats, (laughs) okay? I'm not playing games with you. Like, <laughs> like we got to get this, get this vibration right. But so some users report a pleasant feeling of warmth around the head and upper body and a dreamlike feeling as if the life itself were a waking dream. So you can go online and look at all the trip reports. They call it a trip report. It's not that trippy, guys. Blue Lotus, take at your own risk. Okay. I'm just, I'm, you know, just the messenger. Do not shoot the messenger. Um... Uh, but you can, yeah, go online, look at the trip reports, people's, you know. One girl said, I was reading her little thing. She said she was like socially awkward. And then she took her Blue Lotus. She was like wanting to talk and be social. She wasn't social. So she was like, she had lost her job and she was trapped in the house. And she was like, didn't want to talk to anybody. So she took the Blue Lotus. Then she now she wants to talk to everybody. She got a new job, like boom, boom. So here are the effects that I can... Summarize from Blue Lotus. It's mildly sedative, relaxing and calming, mood lifting, enhancement of tactile sensations, enhancement of dream states, pleasant synergy with most substances, especially weed, but I don't do weed, so I don't know. A lot of people do it on the internet. You can put it in wine. It makes the wine feel better. Like it, it's like, it's really like on some ecstasy. For real. It helps with emotional programming. That stuck feeling, it helps with that. It's an aphrodisiac. It's an antidepressant. It's an antioxidant, anticonvulsant, meaning that it's a mood stabilizer and it helps with seizures. It's anti-inflammatory. It treats erectile dysfunction. It improves lactation of the breasts. It alleviates anxiety and depression. It stops internal bleeding, balances blood sugar levels, creates relaxed, open sensation while stimulating and energizing the mind. And it tones the kidneys the heart and the nervous system and enhances libido creates euphoria it's ceremonial it's the substance of the gods okay so if you think you a god if you know you a god this may be for you blue lotus it's legal it's totally legal you can get it off ebay i get mine off ebay it's called pure health botanicals it's a tincture and it's it's wonderful oh yeah also it contains compounds that treat parkinson's and alzheimer's so Kind of a no-brainer, if you ask me, but... Oh, yeah, one more thing. Blue Lotus actually induces theta brainwave state. So kind of a no-brainer for if you're about to meditate, you kind of need to pop that Blue Lotus in immediately. And speaking of getting into theta, number three, binaural beats, okay? Binaural beats, yes. That is the third thing that I use. I actually created a binaural beat room in my house, in one of the closets. It's completely... Actually, it's, it's my chromotherapy room, but I have lights in there and... Um, and I have speakers that vibrate. You can feel the vibration of the binaural beats. And I have a little area with the incense <laughs> and you can tinctures everywhere. I've got blue lotus, kana, passion flower, um, blue vervain. Like I have a whole tincture thing that affects your mind. But um, the reason why I'm just, I'm going over the blue lotus is because that's the most important one. But there are other tinctures that affect the brain that help you get into theta and help your vibration. Um, 
Another one is Kana, but I'm going to talk about that later. Right now, binaural beats. Since Blue Lotus gets your brain into theta, also, and the importance of theta is that, that theta waves are... They've, you know, tested the brain and they show that theta waves are strong during internal focus, meditation, prayer, and spiritual awareness. So theta is how you're going to get that third eye open, that pineal gland uh, activated. It reflects the state between wakefulness and sleep. So it's that state right in between wakefulness and sleep. That's how you create reality. Everything is malleable in that state. That's almost like you're lucid dreaming your reality. So it relates to the subconscious mind. So the state in between wakefulness and sleep is theta and it relates to the subconscious mind. And that's how you reprogram your subconscious mind. That's how you are able to program yourself or to unbrainwash yourself or to brainwash yourself with what you believe instead of the beliefs, the negative beliefs of the world. So it is abnormal in awake adults, but it's perfectly normal in children up to 13 years old. So children are like walking around in theta. And I believe the Bible says you got to go back as a child. Yeah, Jesus literally said, truly, I tell you in Matthew 18, three, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. What is he talking about? Probably theta, bro. Theta brainwave, bro. Listen, that's that focus state, that lucid dream state. Children are special. Children. That's why I I really get upset when people abuse children mentally. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Ugh. Ugh. Hurts me on the inside. I'll cry if I hear people talking negatively to their children because I know that they're in theta and it bothers me because you're programming them and it's, ugh, it just makes my fucking skin crawl, bro. But anyway, so yeah. Children are in theta. We trying to get in theta so we can, you know, children are, are special. It's the adults that mess the children up. So if you see children, children struggling, it's probably the adults around them are messing them up. Children are born perfect and they, they can manifest. They can do all kinds of stuff. They're sages. They're pure. Their brains are pure. They're, they can be reprogrammed very easily because they're in theta. The stuff that the reason why it's harder for adults to program themselves is because their 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 awake state is like in beta or alpha. And it's like... <sighs> So theta activity has a frequency of 3.5 to 7.5 hertz, and it is classified as slow activity, and it is in connection with creativity. So when you're in a flow state, you're actually, your brain goes into theta, like you're meditating. When you're making a song, or if you're in flow, like doing like acting, you're in, in the character, you get in character, you're actually in theta, in a trance, straight up. So it's, it, it connects with creativity, intuition, third eye open and hello, daydreaming, fantasizing and it is a repository for memories emotions sensations etc so theta waves are strong during internal focus meditation prayer spiritual awareness third eye pineal gland activation hello and it reflects the state between wakefulness and sleep and relates to the subconscious mind okay Theta is believed to reflect activity from the limbic system and the hippocampal regions of the brain. Theta is observed in anxiety, behavioral activation, and behavioral inhibition. And when the theta rhythm appears to function normally, it mediates and promotes adaptive complex behaviors such as learning and memory. So under usual emotional circumstances such as stress or disease states, there may be an imbalance in one of three major transmitter systems in the brain, which results in uh, abhorrent behavior. So subjecting feeling states of theta is intuitive, creative, recall, fantasy, uh, imagery, creative, dreamlike, switching thoughts, drowsy, oneness, knowing, hello, associated tasks and behaviors, creative, intuitive, um, and it correlates with healing, integration of mind, body, 
and that's very important. You want to integrate your shadow. That's a whole nother thing. But definitely you don't want to be a fragmented soul. You want to be integrated. That's why Jesus said my father and I are one. That means that he's integrated. His mind and his body, they're, they're integrated. He's, all of his parts are integrated. I'm, I'm, my father and I are one. Father, Son, Holy Spirit is one. It's Jesus. Okay. So, so if you train this, that your brain to get into theta, which is what the yogis do and all the meditative people, it can induce drifting trance-like states and um, can improve concentration, ability to focus, and attention. So... So yeah, blue lotus get your brain into theta. And there are other brainwave states that are beneficial. You know, alpha, the awake state, beta, you got gamma. Gamma is, is necessary, very necessary, in fact. We could talk about gamma later, but since blue lotus stimulates theta, I wanted to talk about how important theta brainwave state is. Okay, so I created meditations for myself. It's me speaking my affirmations to myself underneath theta or gamma frequencies. So actually, I've created some... Um, meditations for you that I will release soon and yeah hopefully you'll take some blue lotus you will um, maybe have a tins unit on who knows and you can you can do the meditations and see if it helps you know open your third eye raise your vibration whatever whatever but I'm sure that it will because I use it for myself I, I sleep with my own voice talking to me and telling me how great I am. So to piggyback off of why it's important to get in theta, why it's important to uh, use Blue Lotus is because and the binaural beats, the theta binaural beats um, while you're meditating or just while you're relaxing or sleep is because Albert Einstein, which I think is a, one of another reincarnation of Thoth, he says your imagination is your preview to life's coming attractions. And that has everything to do with reality creation and going inward. Pharrell has a song, Lost Queen. It's called Lost Queen. This record right here. Hey. Okay. And could you do that magic trick again? Okay. Popping up from nowhere. But the part that he's talking about is this right here. Oh my God, my phone just died. But he's... He's saying you got to go inward to experience the outer space that was built for you. You got to go inward. And that is that knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. But yes, the true sign of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination. I mean, this is Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein figured out the keys to the universe. He figured out the gospel of the kingdom of heaven, okay? Imagination is everything. That's what he says. And theta helps, is, is your imagination. This is why I, I'm very of gamma and theta, but mostly theta. And that's how you create. Okay, you create. You're a god. You create. Um, so that's you're you're creating with your imagination. Your mind's eye. That's your pineal. That's what is generating your reality. Your pineal gland, the melanin. So your imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited. Whereas imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. Come on, Albert. Come on, Albert. Now, Albert says logic will take you from A to B, but imagination will take you everywhere. Where we going, Albert? He said, "I am enough of an artist to draw freely upon my imagination. Imagination is more important than knowledge." Okay, Albert said. Albert got it. Shoot, Albert said, "Future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies." Okay, and you know they built those pyramids. My ancestors built the pyramids by frequencies, sound waves. They were 
Yeah, sound waves. Albert said, everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Come on, Albert. Stay away from toxic people. Create your routine. Hack your vibration. Get Go inward to experience the outer space that was built for you and... That leads me to my last hack, which is kundalini yoga. Okay. So I was in Vegas. I was having some issues, having like a, a flare, I guess. And so um, I I started doing kundalini yoga and I felt completely normal. Like after doing it a week, I was going three times a day, seven times a week. And it really improved my nervous system. And kundalini yoga, you know, the, the whole snake, Eve, Adam and Eve, the, the snake is your nervous system, by the way. Okay, it's your spine. And so the the gods of Egypt wore the snake over their heads because they had conquered their nervous system. They had conquered themselves. They conquered the world, their reality. They became creators, uh, conscious creators of their reality, their gods, their pharaohs. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, Kundalini Yoga, I went to a really wonderful studio out in Vegas, um, it's closed now because of COVID. But I mean, this place was so amazing. I, I went to three different yoga classes. I went to Kundalini. I went to breathing, cl- breath work class. And then I went to, it was like candlelight class. It was gong, the gong class, live gong. Yes, live gong. The live gong class was amazing because we would all lay on the floor in a circle in the dark and the instructor would play the gong and you the frequency, you could hear the vibration, you could feel it in your body, you could feel the vibration of the gong and also you could hear it and it puts you in like this meditative trance state, probably theta, and it was just blissful. I mean, it was amazing and I needed it and I would just lay there and you're supposed to think about whatever you need to be thinking about or not thinking really going into a state of no mind so you can clear everything out, clear your vibration. It really did, it really did work. I I definitely went. um, I made friends in yoga. They said they needed it. Everyone was like totally addicted. Everyone was so nice in class. Everyone was so supportive. I didn't see any bad, bad vibe people. There was a guy, one of my yoga partners, he was Pentecostal. He came from the Pentecostal church and he was like, oh my God, like I would never go to church again. (laughs) He said he would never go to church again because he realizes he felt like church was evil, you know? because of the judgment and the like conformity and like just what what are we doing so kundalini yoga what is kundalini yoga well kundalini yoga is one of the fastest ways to raise your spiritual vibration by the way so kundalini was started by yogi bhajan and he's a spiritual teacher and he taught a set of principles that he coined the five sutras of the Aquarian age. Sutra number five is vibrate the cosmos. The cosmos will clear the path. See, this is why Pharrell, y'all need to be listening to Pharrell. He, he's all, everything he does, the Neptunes, everything that he talks about is space. I don't know if you guys realize this, but Pharrell is a starseed. He's definitely a Syrian starseed. If you ask him, are you a starseed? He'll probably be like, yes, I'm a starseed. I'm from the future, here to raise the frequency of the planet, period. And... That's why they call him, you know, he calls himself the Neptunes, him and Chad. And Khalees' whole album was about going into space. Um, I will never forget, my brother bought me that album. That, um, he bought me that CD in ninth grade. I'm telling my age, oops. Okay, I was three when, my, when he got me the CD. 
My brother got it for me, Khalees. You took my heartbeat from uh, Khalees. My favorite song is um, I just wanna get get along with you. Even though I have I have a song called Caught Out There, <sighs> just like she has a song called Out There. But so yeah, Sutra Five, vibrate the cosmos. The cosmos will clear the path. The Sutra is like a call to action, saying that everything is in motion, everything is moving. It's all energy and matter. Everything and everyone is vibrating its own frequency. This is basically also Bashar. We're a human body full of molecules, same as the chair that you're sitting in, and everything's moving. We live on a planet that is also moving. The Earth is orbiting the sun. We're literally inside of a cell in the universe, Milky Way galaxy, the moon is orbiting the Earth. And the point is in, in Hinduism, Kundalini is a form of divine feminine energy believed to be located at the base of the spine in the Muladhan. Muladhara, Mulabanda, in the base of the spine, Muladhara. It is an important concept in Tantra, where it is believed to be a force of power associated with the divine feminine or the formless aspect of the goddess, of God, basically, formless God, the basically consciousness, okay? So lots of celebrities, Zoo Kundalini, Russell Brand, Gabby Bernstein, Giselle Bunchan, and... It focuses on breath and physical postures along with chanting, meditation, and singing. It's really easy. It's not even hard. Like you basically, you don't even have to do any hard movements. It's basically just meditation and breathing. That's what I noticed. And like light movement. Um, it gets you into a really a trance state like theta for sure. And you go into a place of no mind. You kind of lose whatever is going on. And you and that's important. You have to get into that state every day because for whatever reason that resets you. So, yeah, it was introduced to the Western world by Yogi Bhajan. And the word kundal is Sanskrit, and it means coiled energy. That's the spine. It's the nervous system. So we have, we all have energy gathered at the base of our spine. And through the practice of kundalini, we bring that energy up through the seven chakras and out of the crown of the head. And it's called a spiritual, it's, it's called a kundalini awakening. But it's the process of growth through the natural unfolding of your own nature. Like a snake, you will need to shed old skins to be more of who you are, right? The ultimate goal of Kundalini is to increase your self-awareness by silencing your mind and unblocking your chakras so that your vital energy can flow freely. And that is what happened to me. It was really opening things up for me. My nervous system was just, ugh. My nervous system was just really confined. It was shattered. My nervous system was completely gone, okay? Due to unkind people in my life. Unkind just unkind no one was there for me to uh I don't expect people to be positive to me at this point I have to do it because I'm grown like I don't know other people get to have these these mentors and get to be you know have their family their grandparents boost them up baby you got this blah 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 I never had that okay I never had that everything I, I got to build myself up because everybody in my life wants to tell me what to do and wants to tell me I can't do something or that I shouldn't be doing something and wants to control me and wants to just try to destroy my vibration. Everybody around me, I don't know. This is the karmic debt. Am I here? My psychic friend said that I'm experiencing some sort of karmic thing because of the positioning of my birth chart. I don't know. And Mercury retrograde, I don't know. But anyway, the practice of Kundalini is filled with challenging breath exercises coupled with asanas and meditation. So it's just basically repetition and you're moving energy around in your body. It feels good. It just feels really good. So it feels like you're massaging your organs for some reason. And so the health benefits are that it builds strength, improves your mood, 
lowers your blood pressure, blood pressure and heart rate. It enhances your memory and focus. It boosts your metabolism and digestive system. And you can do it on YouTube. I like the spinal series. I just Google Kundalini spinal series. I do that one. That one does because my spine, that's I need help <laughs> with that. That's where I even have my TENS unit on right now on my spine. I've got it on my back. I need to put it on my front. I'm feeling some pain in my pelvic area. So I need to put another unit on the front. Start, I'm starting to feel it right now. I don't I don't think that I have my TENS on because um, y'all, I'm going through some things. About to have this surgery. Woo! So... So chanting and singing are also key components of kundalini yoga. There is a bunch of mantras. I know that we would do um, we would do the Adi mantra, which means I bow to the subtle divine wisdom, the divine teacher within. Another common chant that you will hear is the Satnam, which means I am the truth, baby. What? Please believe. Satnam, yes. Satnam, baby. And so when you when you first go to um, Kundalini, there's this chant that you do in the beginning. And I really hate when people cannot sing because no, I be I be tearing that thing up, and people that can't sing be messing it up because um, you have to. It helps if if it's on key for the vibration in your in your ear. So the the chant that we do when we first start. Ang namo guru de namo, which is I bow to the creative wisdom. I bow to the divine teacher. It's the opening mantra chanted at the beginning of the Kundalini class, and it opens up your spiritual channel and allows you to tune into your d- divine inner knowledge. I can't stress this enough. This stuff really raises your frequency. You could do it on YouTube if you don't have a class near you. Uh, you know, you should probably go to a class. But um, I had a class pass. That's how I had got my class. I had got a class pass, and then I just got a. I bought a whole month where I could go unlimited and that's what I did so that's why I was able to go to three classes every day period so again feels good you say it three times by the way so so to recap now increasing your kundalini vibration you want to focus on feeling good clear your subconscious wear your tins Feed your soul, reduce consumption of low vibrational food or water products, start your day in the highest vibration with morning routine and gratitude. So I guess number five would be a killer morning routine. Come up with a morning routine incorporating meditation, kundalini, some blue lotus, some binaural beats, and maybe like wear a tins all day or during your meditation. Those are my hacks, man. That's it. But focus on feeling good. Feel good is the only work. And with that, I appreciate you guys for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, please do so. So you can be updated when I post new material. I have a lot of cool stuff coming. I'm super excited. And so with that, as always, peace and hair grease. Yeah, I'm driving yeah. slow in the fast yeah. lane. Chop a spoon, pop a coating. Yeah. I make them holler at them blue things. I make them call on my name.